Hey everyone, welcome to episode 3 of Across the Plains. I'm your friendly neighborhood DM Tom, and I've got a few things to cover before we jump into the lore of Zeral Gud. First and foremost, thank you for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying the a little bit more diversified content here. It's been fun making, so I hope it uh, I hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, second, please check out our social media accounts on most major platforms if you have the opportunity. Just search for the Medusa's Cascade on the platform and give us a follow. Third, if you're listening on a streaming platform, especially Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please take a few minutes to rate, review, and subscribe. It doesn't seem like a lot, but it does help to get the podcast out there for others to discover, and we would appreciate any and all of the love and support. So without further ado, we're going to jump into the lore of the ancient city of Zer al Ghud. See you soon. Alright, so City All of right. Dragons and Dragonborn, the Zeral Good. Okay, um, just so for reference, how many ages has Sloan had? Is it five? Uh, you are in the seventh age, currently. Okay, so, so for basically you look at uh, however many Arbiters there have been, that's how many ages there are. So we, Amina is the newest Arbiter, and she's the seventh one, so she we are currently in the seventh age. Droz was lost in what age? Uh, Droz was lost in the wasn't it the one right after mine? I think it was the fifth. One right, yeah, Yeah. the fifth age. (coughs) The fifth age. Okay, yeah. So there's been two ages where Zulgul has not been connected to Droz, and the five ages before they've been aligned. For the that's totally up to you. All you know is they were aligned at some point with Droz. So if you want it to be that Droz was aligned with Zeral Gud straight from the beginning, we can do that. Uh, I'm cool. I, I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to get some base setting yeah. based off what you, mm-hmm. um, what you gave me. And then are we looking at, cause I know like I, this is mm-hmm. Droz historically has been a, I, I'm not trying to put it on a, a uh, on an alignment chart or anything, but like, where does Droz lean towards in alignment as it's as a whole throughout those four or five ages? They're mainly a human city, which is one mm-hmm. of the bigger human cities in in Sloan. Like human, most of the other cities tend to be like massive population centers of all the different races. Droz was mainly human, and I mean, I would say probably probably maybe near the beginning they were more of the neutral and probably leaned a little bit more towards uh lawful but maybe not necessarily good lawful like dictatorial type state like you know especially when they started aligning with the dragons and then you get superiority complexes from two different races that are like (laughs) we know what the fuck's going on so you know that's what that was the uh that was the whole thing with like bound to the void and everything that the there was uh, some not so savory shit that was happening between Droz and Zeralgud near the end but it wasn't necessarily everybody in the city but more you know like the people that were in power that were making those decisions okay okay so uh, probably started off 
more neutral, you know, taking care of themselves, and then the more power and the more alliance they made, the more corrupt they probably got, I would say. Human nature, all that fun stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, for the human population in Zoragud, uh, do we know where it comes from? Could we do you- something that after after Droz, because we don't know exactly what happened to Droz, we just know it disappeared. Mm-hmm. So we yep. can say like calamity or some shit that the human population of Zorogul dis- is our descendants of that human population Droz. That was what I was had sort of in mind, but didn't want to say necessarily. Uh, up yeah, sort of like they yeah. they fled to Zorogul after yeah. whatever happened happened mm-hmm. to Droz. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> that works. It's okay. the human population descendants of those from Droz. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got that. Um, Maybe there's like um, relics from Droz left over that people like they don't really under they don't really know because that information has been lost like maybe pieces of statues or or just statues from that age whose names and uh you know kind of have just faded so they've become sort of like a local myth possibly <laughs> religious traditions that carried yep. over from from there over and there but have been altered over time because they're in a different cultural culturally they're in a different sort sort of amalgamated into yeah. the culture yeah kind, kind of like how um when everyone immigrated into the, into new york you had like when that first you had those first sections like little italy and things so like when 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 those humans went to droz that's the ones that's real good they had like their one area yeah, they had that section that their eventually section for them yeah, and that it is, grew and it, it expanded it became a cultural it became a cultural became part of Zorogul, but then humans moved from there to other sections as they grew in influence and stuff so you get yeah. one one heavily influenced section that is yeah like droves. little, little grandparents yeah little droves you got grandparents you got crazy uncles that are like all about like their and then you got the newer generation of of folks who've kind of like how we how people do now where you kind of move away from that and kind of find yourself and yeah i'm not gonna lie i i feel like there's going to be a massive amount of draconic bloodline sorcerers that are in zero oh, yeah. food oh yeah uh, which yeah. brings up brings up a question since dragons do live for an inordinate amount of time how many actual dragons are there and are they walking around as regular dragons as just like straight up just big ass dragons or are they staying more in their medium sort of humanoid uh version of them as you know like most dragons i've always looked at i I don't like the whole thing with like chromatic dragons not being intelligent enough or whatever to Uh be able to shape shift i feel like all dragons are magically powerful enough to shape shift so they're maybe Maybe there's like a part of the city that is built specifically for the big dragon forms. <clears throat> yeah, because it is on a very large plateau. Uh-huh. So, like, the re- maybe the reason that they're on that plateau is because the majority of the plateau is spread out, so that like the the humanoid population or the people that want to or the dragons that uh-huh. want to stay in their humanoid form live within the city but the outskirts out and around on the uh, plateau is where you know you get some of the ones that would rather stay in their bigger forms and then you get <laughs> a fuckload of different hordes that potentially could be out there as well yeah. cool i dig that. like their their own version of a large-scale dragon pit 
Yeah, except, you know, it's like miles yeah. and miles <clears throat> and miles of it. So like if you if you look at the <clears throat> the Sloan map, that Zero Goot is the only population center in that whole like northern chunk of the burned. Yeah. I mean okay. there's small villages like throughout the the actual burned like the the red yeah. areas where all the grasslands are and everything, but there's just it's just that one big city up at top and there's nothing else. So I think yeah, like that whole plateau is like their version of a dragon pit. Keep all and the boards. For can every dragon size transform? So like or like it takes a certain size. Like the blue dragon we fought, would that dragon have a human form or he wasn't old enough yet? I believe once you hit adult. Okay. So you got like you got like wormling and then you have uh like a young dragon. Those ones tend to not have the magical ability, but usually adult and ancient ones tend to have the ability to shapeshift. Okay. Okay. And we can have as many or as little dragons at this point. There is no cap or anything as Fuck to yeah. Okay. No, I just didn't Okay. So we could have like a you can have a whole army of just Yeah. Well, dragons that could that could rise and do something to someone if they ever yeah, chose to if they chose to do it yes and and i mean that was the whole thing with drills was like there were literal dragon knights where the dragons weren't just the mounts they were also knights as well so like you had human you know human fighters and, and mages and stuff riding on full-blown dragons that could also cast spells and do all sorts of shit as well which is why they were such a formidable force okay that um that actually brings me to another like little tidbit little idea that I had when I was mm-hmm. just brainstorming. Um perhaps these dragons are or at least the majority of them are part of this elitist group of knights who say they're descendant from the ones in Droz or maybe some who are older and re- or retired. <clears throat> yeah, some of them could still be alive from that particular yeah, oh, from, 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 from the time. book. From the book, right? The battle yeah. from the book. Some of them could still be alive. Dragons live inordinately long lives. So, like, if they survive that, there could literally be so, people from that. Do you think because they've lived for so long and because you've gone through X amount of ages, the there can be an issue of population growth where as they keep growing and living, there aren't enough dying out. So Zero Good needs to keep expanding its borders. Yeah, which is why it could be the way it is. Maybe zero being really like just slowly increasing over that plateau, just yeah, bigger because they because there just isn't like the the birth rate does not coincide with the right. life expectancy. Correct. Well, I mean, like at least with dragons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like with dragonborn and humans, you're looking at 100, 200 years max for lifespans on those. So it's probably the population center within Zerogood probably sticks to. There's probably a fairly even birth rate and death rate type of deal, but any of the actual dragons, especially if they have hordes that they want to keep to themselves, or depending on what it is, yeah, I would say <clears throat> it would um, they would have to continually expand over the last several ages to keep up with it. Are there um, what's the old, so for for what you're doing? Are there what's the oldest type of dragon in our games in your book? Like, are we doing great worms? Like, like things that were released in the in the dragon book. Like, what's what's the oldest version of a dragon we can have in our in our story? I think I'm totally down for great worms. I feel like great worms would be incredibly rare. Like, there might mm-hmm. be one or two that are like around. That's like mythological shit. Like from before, uh, from before uh, 
like recorded time you know maybe maybe zero good was uh placed upon you know the last known sighting of where like other dragons you know the great worm was destroying sloan and the dragons came in and defeated this great worm in order to you know build their own their own place to stay away from all of the other smaller races that were meh to them okay so i would say yeah great worms are definitely a possibility but i also feel like they would be exceedingly rare uh it's the same thing with like gem dragons they do exist but you don't see gem dragons a whole lot most of them are fairly uh reclusive so okay so uh a thought having such a big population as big centralized population of dragons is bound to create some fear in ripples and nearly everybody else even even if it's even like the the humans who live there as well so i have a feeling like they would try and devise complicated laws or a complicated like method of contact or or like if if these dragons were to be called upon these knights were to be called upon it's got to be very specific you got to do the you know you got to fill out the forms and form the right people so like governmentally it would be exceedingly bureaucratic yeah so several different levels of having to yeah. go through in order to well i mean it makes sense you have the protections and then that way the the dragon knights aren't necessarily called upon for no fucking reason if they're oh, like, so called like, upon they're like, so like they're like they're like nukes like their version of a nuke is the dragon knight yeah i mean that yeah. makes that like, makes they sense a, they have an so army like, sure you of have fucking the dragons army. <laughs> sure like you have the main army but then you have like 300 spartans but it's like you know, three thousand dragons. You know, just in case that you know they need to fight a big, fo- you know. <laughs> so you got, so you have your general, so you have your general army of like humans, dragonborns, uh-huh. dragonborns who are a mix of warriors, mages, warlocks, shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then you've probably got your, you've probably got your your wormlings and your other just your other dragons that don't that haven't yeah. had that that time mm-hmm. to to age. Drinks and then you've got that sort of deal, yeah. And then you've got your adult dragons and. Is there, there's something between and they're ancient, ancient. It's it's adult, there's, ancient, there's adult and, and ancient. Yep. And then 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 the super rare ones. Yeah. And then you get the um, super rare. Um, but you have yeah, your mix of like adu- specifically descended from the knights of Dwarves, yeah. you know. Yeah, and they're like they're not coming in to fight. They're not fighting unless it, they they're not really coming in to. unless it's like a cataclysm type. Yeah. 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 Unless like you really need them, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're yeah they're they're the tactical nukes of of this world. It's like yeah, oh yeah, like the world's gonna end unless the Navy call- Seals, you know, yeah. you send them in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like so like Zero Good has like these great adult and ancient dragons with all this power. Uh, Amina has the power of the forest where she can just like every every ver- every place has like their end game new yes specifically mm-hmm. that we won't use unless something catastrophic is happening yeah like the arbiter okay. has only left the heartwood one time and that was when droz and zero good were threatening the rest of the world and they were like okay yeah no this is no good yeah, yeah. same thing okay. with like the gathering storm has the potential of having some sort of like leviathan that's constantly bombarding you know the oceans around the gathering storm you know the that's their their big card and same thing with the wandering hills the you know the mountain range is alive so it may not necessarily actually be mountains mm, okay. yeah that okay, type cool. of deal yeah so every every region has like this like innate power 
because they have a trump card <laughs> yeah well sloan sloan is a living planet a living world so it has sentience so yeah there are safeguards and balances within each world of like you know one section grows too you know too powerful the other sections have ways to check and balance that so mm-hmm. that you know the planet doesn't get destroyed yeah, yeah it's like the same reason why we don't start a nuclear war because everyone will just yeah die. mutually assured so, destruction so so everyone's <laughs> yeah. like hey you know what maybe we should be like semi-cool with each other you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't send your army of dragons i don't send my thing you know like i don't yeah. mobilize an entire rainforest against you <laughs> yeah right, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. and then we get to eight eight <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's how we get to the eighth age okay um okay so we got a lot of bureaucratic forms in case of uh nonsense did you have any idea of how the how government like what the government body is i'm assuming i i don't i don't, I don't want to i think it, the same old tired thing of like anyone who's immigrated has lower status i think you know folks you know the humans who are there have representation dragonborns have representation like it all works together because that whole tried and true method of you know, humans being oppressed by some yeah, the, difficult thing yeah. is stupid. So. The haves yeah. and have Yeah, I, I feel <laughs> yeah. like I feel like the especially with the the uh, descendants of Droz having gone there, like they're looked at as as straight up citizens because they were always sort of aligned and part of them. I feel like maybe the governmental would be you could you know like have like a, you know represent you know, representative government, but also that has like. You know, you got the high councils, and then you have, you know, I'm sure there's several different governing bodies that I we can mm-hmm. come up with names for. Off, the yeah, end. you got your political bodies that kind of do the democracy. You've got your merchants guild where all the money is coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a council that sort of oversees all of those yeah. political bodies and represent our representatives of those particular bodies to take it. Yeah. To the, the higher end yeah, like the 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 council idea um so uh, another one of the notes that i had kind of you know just to put out there is the uh perhaps there's like like a count like a certain council of like five or or you know an odd number of course you could even do like a triumvirate where you have yeah, like yeah. a dragon representative a dragonborn representative exactly and a human Each representative one representing the major yeah. right but then but then there's there's a another one who doesn't represent either but has more authority only to um uh only to act as the lawman to keep things civil so like he does have more power but he doesn't have weight with his words he just has more power to keep uh making sure you know you're not trying to talk over him or you know there's there's uh, sort of like a, a like an a arbitrator biased yeah yeah like a non-biased party who dictates the way? Okay, we're having a meeting. Okay, well, it's at this time at this place. Oh, so like a like a sergeant at arms or something? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with. That's kind of yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a sergeant at arms usually like they'll uphold like whatever rules you got going on. You know, making right. sure we've got quorum, making sure everything is aligned, yeah. stuff like that. Like they don't have Make any sure power. They're, the cr- yeah. they're just a member of the board. They're it's a it's a it's a board it's a it's a it's a board member executive member on a meeting thing it's a whole yeah. meeting literally you can go and see if you, if you look at robert's book of rules it's a whole book it's all about how to run a meeting 
Uh, <laughs> it's a whole thing. Because I remember when I was in my executive boards for my I'm, council stuff. I'm it's tempted, all there. <laughs> I'm tempted to have a Zur Al Ghud version of the, the of what that book that you had. Like that's how they go after it. Maybe it was like a a, a gem dragon that was like, look, this is how we're gonna fucking run things here. And ooh, maybe that particular. Uh, person the sergeant at arms whatever we want to call them is one of the few known gem dragons because they tend to be more Ooh, yeah. cerebral in power and and whatnot and they tend to be more neutral than most other dragons so like you know it's a it's a, a you know a, a setup of how they run the government how they run the meetings all done by this you know like an ancient gem dragon like an amethyst dragon or or something like that that's just like this is how it goes and we can even have a, a an analog of the uh yeah the roberts uh, the rules of order yeah <laughs> like it's a whole it's a whole thing it's it's yeah no cool i like that we can do that yeah cool cool uh culturally what are we thinking uh, when you say culturally, do you mean um, like what's an analog? Like the uh, Forest Bastion, uh, Hutch and uh, Joe decided that it would be very much like uh, New Orleans, so very much sort of like a, a you know different parishes. You have the haves and the have-nots. You know the inner city is more is more affluent and has more power as opposed to the you know the outskirts of the city um i know that with nymora there was uh very much uh with uh sebastian and law it was very much a uh sort of a very much culturally like almost very latin in culture like food, family family mm-hmm. food like the, the nymora was uh Nymora was founded by uh, five siblings and like that was the whole whole thing. It, the Family is a very important aspect uh, of the culture within hmm. I, I got you. So I would say that they have this amount of power and the fact that they continuously grow and that they live long lifespans. It is I would say more how, how China is where it's for the great it's for the good of the country. Mm-hmm. And everything you do is for the good of the country. Uh, so it's not about personal. Obviously, people are going to have personal gain. People are going to be successful. People, all that other stuff. But community, at the end of the day, community over the individual. Yes, and it's about like Zora Gould as a as a whole. Everything we're doing, everything we're ruling it is in favor that this country this will this, preserve. This will preserve. You may die, but this preserves moving forward. Um, so it's not, and that and that's how they're able to that's how you hone in and like keep this power from because there hasn't been any we can figure it out but there all the power seems to be and there isn't like no one's splintering off it all seems to be just about we have all these dragons that have all this power at least outwardly i'm sure there's gonna be some some splinter groups that happen in secret but yeah yeah like there isn't there the the individual individual uh achievement or individual uh ambition isn't as isn't the, isn't as important as the ambition of the of, of the region as a whole. I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think with the dragons and like being like we're fucking dragons, right? Yeah. We need to be. <laughs> um, I think that would be that would be and, pretty. Yeah, dragons, and then you have two of the more ambitious uh, 
races underneath them with the the dragonborn and the humans that are very much can that very much can be individualistic but you can also see there are a lot of human populations that are very much like for you know for the horde for the you know yeah. for the people as mm-hmm. opposed to just for themselves all right cool i dig it i dig it um religion um we so can from skip our, to like I, I, Dragon I don't Pantheon? know. Yeah, so I don't know. So I don't know if yeah. you heard about because I know um, the way because I, I kind of liked what what Turt did with, and we don't have to do it specifically, specifically, but um, in the the dragons and Grandia, the way they do it is Bahamut and and Tiamat are are two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. Like That's a sort of how I have it set up like a, in this yeah. world too. Yeah, and I I like that idea since we're not going with the whole chromatic is bad and metallic is good. Like everyone has their everyone yeah. has their abilities to be good or bad mm-hmm. um do we know if there is maybe we can create one but is there one is there a gem dragon like deity origin i, I didn't read all the lore for gem dragons do they have mm-hmm. a bahamut or a tiamat that they come from i honestly don't know and <laughs> i would be 100 percent for creating our own sort of like gem dragon as like the third of the, like the triumphant like a yeah. triumvirate of you know like the bit almost it's almost like the trinity of dragons you have bahamut you have tiamat and then you have a third one and we could come i like that idea a lot actually yeah. I want to write that so down. in third edition oh please tell me um there is a um he, he was he was known as the master of gem dragons sarador was the dragon god of night, psionics, and secrets, master of the gem dragons. He was uh, said to be a unique ruby dragon in his natural form, long, semi body covered with deep ruby red scales. At a distance, he was often mistaken for an ancient red dragon. Um, Ooh. What's, what's, how do you spell that name? Uh, S A R D I O R. Sardior? Yes. Uh, despite like being his rare dragon first, playful demeanor soon betrayed his two self. He was reputed to be a good conservationist, and many who met him were unprepared for his sharp wit. Ooh, that, that I think that we, fits. I think that fits pretty well. The Sardiar rules of engagement or rules of a meeting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Rules of yeah, order. Rules of, uh, rules of order. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So you have the 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 holy trinity of dragons. Uh, Sardior, Tiamat, and Bahamut, and obviously you have like uh, Asgaroth, I believe, was who Halal sent. So he's like, yeah. he's the he's the creator of all the dragons. But the yeah. three that that are mostly worshipped are are Sardior, Tiamat, and Bahamut. And, yeah, and so like Granzia dragons don't really know about don't do Sardior, they just do Bahamut and 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 Tiamat. But like I like the idea of like the dragon pantheon still weaving through all the realms because they kind of because tiamat always does her thing bahamut always does his thing like they're they're around they're they're active in their own ways so yeah, it makes sense for that to be kind of similar in different places and with sardia being like wit and dragon of secrets and night and that sort of deal it makes it it makes sense that maybe some cultures don't really even know about Sardior. He's just sort well, of... Well, an interesting thing about it, too, is that Sardior didn't really have a lot of clerics. Wasn't really, like, uh, big on worshipping him. He didn't have many temples. Uh, so it says, Sardior had very few clerics. They usually dressed appropriate fashion for the year which they resided, and, and just embellished the look with an abundance of jewelry and their everyday wear. 
not a whole lot. Like they were, they were mostly welcomed everywhere as like bards were, you know, Ooh. you know, they were fun to be around, you know, a secret, uh, a, a secret clergy of the, of the gem, the Ruby dragon Sardior. That'd be interesting. Yeah. It's sort of like a, so what's interesting here is in forgotten realms, according to a myth, Sardior is the first creation of Bahamut and Tiamat. And he oh, yeah. helped them create the first metallic and chromatic dragons. Oh, that's cool. the, yeah. That's and cool. then it's like when it's a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, it's that it's believed that he died when the first world, there's like a whole bunch of shit here. And oh yeah. From, from forgotten realms. But um, I don't know. I, I like the fact that he's on equal planes with them versus them being. Yeah. yeah I almost feel like it should be yeah. as, as created Sardior, Tiamat and Bahamut <laughs> as sort of like the three that sort of hit all of the different aspects of yeah. what personality and, and traits and all that sort of thing could be. Where yeah. Sardior, Sardior is sort of like in the background. He's the 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 mechanism that sort of keeps everything moving. Where and he's definitely and the, he's definitely the middle child. Yes, one hundred percent. He's the he, yeah. He's the, <laughs> middle child. Uh, or maybe uh, Tiamat's the middle child. Technically, Tiamat and Bahamut are twins. Oh, they are. Okay, who was born first? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I bet I bet Bahamut was the first one out, and then Tiamat right after, and it's got a chip on her shoulder because of yeah. it. Yeah, there we go. It, okay, it would make I'm sense. Older than, that I'm older by two well minutes. <laughs> yeah, yes, it would make a lot of sense. Also, oh, so, too, so, kind of like that. Frame, I'm sorry? That, that oh, it, it would just make sense that he's not as well known because there's not yeah. as many clerics. There's not yeah. there's hard. There, it said there are it, it, even like it quotes here like there are, there are fewer uh, temples than he has clerics. You know, like there's just you know very small influence however like having that sort of lawful overhead kind of is what helped draw good keep it all from you know from everything breaking off by using like the wisdom of Sarador you know ooh mm, what if there's at least they don't call themselves clerics and they don't necessarily uh, like put out that they follow mm -hmm. Sarador but in all of the different councils in the bureaucracy of Zerogud, there are is a small percentage of followers of Sarador that sort of helps to keep everything in everything. check. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I like. That. And that's and that's like a that's their religion is is like yeah. order and and yes, and keeping everything sort of running smoothly as possible. Like that's yeah. their main goal is to make sure that pa the power of Zerogud does not over overstep its reaches and, yeah. and goes into what happened several ages beforehand. Yeah. And we should Maybe. make that like where that role is it's a it's an honorary role where it's an honor for your your family member to to get that. Hell yeah. Something yeah. Right. Because everyone wants to be a knight and all those other fun stuff. But like to get that to like it it hold it holds weight. It holds just as weight. Um if they get an honorific or something like we can make it so like you know you 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 take that title with yeah you. like they have like a like a ruby lapel type of pin that signifies yeah. that they're part of that uh, yeah i think it would be interesting that the whole thing with droz and zero good it got to that point because maybe there was like a secret purge of all of these people from the from the Ooh, government yeah and you know there was like a sect within that sort of like killed off all of these different clerics of sarador that that was how <clears throat> That was how it got to that point, and they've made a concerted effort since then to make sure that they always have people within the governing body to yes. keep things in check. Yeah, to be that neutral, non-biased party and keep and make sure 
heads don't get hot or too big. <laughs> no, I like that a lot. I yeah. think that's I think that's pretty sweet actually. <laughs> oh, good good oh, pull good with shit. the star door stuff. I didn't even know who that is. I'm I'm into it now. This is what I, Um all right. Are there any almost every major city has some type of major export that that is keeps the economy sort of rolling i mean obviously there's you can do all sorts of stuff with dragons but like is there like a main export for zero good this would be like a high plains i always sort of looked at it as like a high plains desert think like you know like montana wyoming idaho where it's like it's above sea level so it's like up where where um the crystals that we keep seeing around in Sloan, where do those come from? Do we have an origin for them? Oh, the I was crystals? Literally, I was literally going to mention that. Like the crystal, we, we, I think we're in the same. Yeah, <laughs> the crystals actually are naturally occurring throughout, uh, throughout the world. So, like, okay, it's a physical manifestation of the weave within Sloan. So, like, you know what the, you know what the weave is, right, Tone? Uh, I believe I know what the, what the weave is. The weave is essentially. Is it kind of like the in the in between and like everything kind of? You can tug on it and you can affect different things. The weave is what arcane magic yeah. comes from. Oh, that that okay okay. That's I what you. That's network. what sorcerers and and uh, and and wizards and artificers use in order to cast their spells. They manipulate the weave. The weave. There's, so it's like magical ley lines sort of throughout the world, mm-hmm. whereas. In in Sloan, there is the weave, but the crystals. You know, when there's a conversion of several different ley lines, you see a, an excess of crystals that have sort of formed. To, okay, it's it's a physical manifestation as opposed to just sort of more theoretical and theological. <clears throat> um, okay, all right, cool. That makes. But I mean, they, it makes sense not to have a country hoard all of that stuff since the country right. needs it. Yeah, since, <laughs> since <laughs> Sloan needs it, you yeah. know, you know. <laughs> So we're going to be like, we're going to put a tax on all yeah, of the crystals. Fuck all of you. Like sim- similarly, you said it's like it's like a desert, right? Yeah, like high plains desert. So like the mid the Midwest, you know, like like I said, like out by where the Rockies and stuff are, you know, Colorado, so, Wyoming, that sort of. So thing. you know how you you know how it, like in deserts, you know, on Earth you'll find like seashells and and stuff like that. Perhaps there was an old creature who used to dwell in this area, and that whenever this place, whatever caused or whatever happened to it uh, to become this desert, these creatures died, but their bones became valuable for some reason. Maybe they no. good at conducting magic, like 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 a conduit almost. You know, maybe maybe it's really good as a substitute for a lot of spellcasting materials so similar to like residuum in the wild mount yeah in the, in yeah. the exandria setting where there's like a, a there's a yeah a, a conduit a, a natural thing mm-hmm. almost sort of like sort of the way like uh you know like uh crude oil is yeah on, so you, on so, earth okay i like that yeah use it as a natural but, but resource like, it, like it's like it's hard to find it because you have to dig in the in the sand and digging in sand is always a pain because it's but not, it's, you know. Yeah, it, but it's not necessarily a big deal for dragons who like to burrow and whatnot. Right. You know, they happen to, you know, that's right. what they do. Ooh, okay. Which which dra- which dragons are um can burrow? Uh, there are a large chunk. I of think them that a good bit of them can. Oh, they can't. I thought some of them. That there was ones that they were like. There are some that don't. 
for sure, but there are definitely a good chunk of them that do. Uh, we'll come up with a, a ooh, maybe maybe going back to great worms, maybe it is the skeletons of great worms oh, that yes. died out in the area, and then they harvest the skeletal remains and anything that might still be there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Scales or teeth or anything along those lines that have survived, you know, the sands of time. They they can take them and and you know make like you know it can be anywhere from like full on bones to like small shards of bones or teeth or a scale. If you have yeah. a scale from Zeralgood or you have one of these things from Zeralgood to like boost your arcane ability, uh, like that. So they have oh that's love it. Great, I dig that. Great worm. Sweet. And one thing that we have done in all of them, and I think it, it adds a little bit more culturally to it, mm-hmm. is there like a holiday or a festival that is very important within the city? So like Forest Bastion has a uh, a month long, like almost sort of like elven Mardi Gras that they have. The uh, city of Nymora has a nine day festival that celebrates that that it the nine lives of a cat, like that oh, type of deal. That. Is there something that in Zerogu that's like a holiday or a festival that is important, potentially uh, religiously, but even just culturally? I got, I got one. Um, on the third month. Mm-hmm. Uh, of the year, you have a three week, you have a you have a three week celebration celebration celebrating the three dragons, which Ooh. starts on the third day of that first week, ending on that. the, and 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 kind of going through there. All and the threes, the Trinity. I yeah, do. I love yeah. that. That's cool. I was gonna say on the third year, but then you wouldn't have celebration for two years, so it's not worth it. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, starting on the third day of the third of uh, going for three weeks of the third month. Okay, right. Celebrates. Yeah. yeah the trinity and like it's like the government because it's a celebration of culture and of the well-being of the of the country and all this other stuff like everything works around that nothing is going nothing is happening in those three weeks like yeah, businesses it, will shut down it is sheer celebration sheer celebration so people's you know people are still getting paid people are still having the but like the government and how everything works around is so that this three-week festival can happen so can these happen. people have off for three weeks and like like Love if you it. like if you wanted to attack the city this would be the time to do it because like mm-hmm. literally nothing is happening aside from like the main guards that are that have to draw straws and who has to watch because you got to have that yeah, no, you gotta yeah. have some protection, but like yeah. pretty much everybody else is like, no, it's a party for three weeks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love Fuck it. Yeah. I love that. That's uh, cool. Do we have a name that we would like to call it? Um, I don't know if I have a name, but I think it'd be cool if we have each week is themed after one of the three and you have activities based on all three. All right. Yeah, like a week for Sarador, a week for Tiamat, and a week for Bahamut. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, hang on. Let me. Uh, 
I mean, you could always go with like like a festival of elements because ever all of them have some type of oh yeah elemental. Mm. Well, not not necessarily. The gem dragons are all are more psionic. Um, let's see. I got it. I got it. So, are do we consider the three dragons the children of Asgaroth? What's that's the name, right? Asgaroth. Yeah, I would say yeah. We would consider so let, we should we should call it the celebration of the children, which was representative of the three children of Asgaroth, and that all the Ooh. dragons and dragonborn are children of the larger scale dragons. Yes, um, I love. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, and I'm, the humans still feel involved as children because they are connected to the city because they were accepted in open arms when they emigrated there after the calamity that happened in, in Dros. Fuck yeah. Yeah. God damn. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> right on. Yeah, like so people outside would be like, celebration of children, what the fuck is that? And they'd be like, Well, there's way more to it than yeah, just to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> there's way more to it, but yes. Then then you thinking it's just about kids. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, I dig it. I uh, dig it a lot. Yeah. Right on. Um We still need an origin story, right? For like how the place came to be. Oh, I think I think what we were saying before where like there was uh like the great worms that were there maybe they oh yeah yes 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 and then it's built okay. upon the you know like the last stand of the last seen great worm that's there and then they started discovering all the different you know skeletons and whatnot deep in the sands and they're like oh shit okay we can actually use this to our advantage would we have um because great worms are so powerful could you have a legend that the three aspects of the three main showed up and helped fuck yeah 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 i'm here for that oh, yeah. yeah and that's why the three of them are sort of looked at as the trinity they were the ones that sort of that started zero maybe they they it, the 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 creation myth is that they helped begin zero good which is why you have the celebration of the children and maybe maybe canonically or at least for the people of the city that that three-week celebration in the third month that was the time of the final battle of, okay yeah of that particular thing and that it, it, you're celebrating literally the creation of the city and the three uh dragon aspects that helped create it and are worshipped for cool fuck yeah this is awesome i, I, that. I dig zerok <laughs> i didn't have any idea i was like how the fuck am i gonna do this but no yeah. this is this this works really really good I know you guys are are busy, so I mean that's that's pretty oh, much all I need. W- one more question I had: yeah. Did we did we have a uh, did we decide on like an architecture style for the city? Uh, I don't believe so. Because no, I was wanna... thinking, I was thinking like old Jerusalem would really fit the vibe with the big spires and the big arches. You know, sizing that up like in the areas of the dragons, I think would look really cool. Like you'd have just like these massive sized. Oh fuck uh, yeah! So sort of like a older Middle Eastern sort of yeah, feel to uh, it with yeah. the spires and all that fun stuff. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Those those like dome topped buildings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can probably have little droves be a little bit more. I don't know, human, medieval, whatever yeah. we want to figure yeah, out a little for what droves is. Hell yeah. yeah! I mean, there there is a difference between old Jerusalem and like new day Jerusalem. I mean, there's not like it's not like a stark difference, but like you can tell. Like if you look okay. at the side by side comparisons, there it's actually pretty. I really like how it 
they 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 kind of like still follow the older like architectural styles, but with a modern spin on it. And I think it looks pretty cool. Hell yeah, we can do something like that. Cool. And then I'm assuming you said I think you said the sides of the plateau will be carved so that drag adult dragons can kind of just do their thing. Yep. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So Hell like you yeah. really need like if you if like if someone's spying on them, you really need to be on the north side of the sea looking out if you want to see like what the dragon patterns are because you're not right. noticing it from the other side. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. Love right that. on. Zur Algood. In the northern reaches of Sloan's the Burned region is the ancient city of Zur Algood. Built by dragons before recorded history, it is a long-standing beacon of magic, industry, and power. Legend has it that the city is built upon the battlegrounds between ancient dragons and the few remaining great worms of Sloan. So dire were the implications of the battle, the aspects of Bahamut, Tiamat, and Sardior joined the fray to turn the tides and defeat the great worms. The city was built upon and within the skeletons of these great worms, with multiple spires and towers punctuating the architecture. Three prominent domes loom over city districts, constructed from the skulls of the vanquished great worms, serving at temples to Bahamut, Tiamat, and Sardior. These great worms also serve as the city's and region's main export. While constructing the city, many different skeletons and remains were found, having belonged to the great worms of the past. Through trial and error, they found that their remains were capable of replacing magical components for spell work and enchanting. This region of the Burned is the only place on Sone that contains any such deposit. The city is populated mainly with dragons, dragonborn, and humans. Many of the dragons will live inside the city proper with their humanoid forms among the dragonborn and humans, while others prefer to live in the expansive plateau surrounding it, using their ancient magic to reform their territories to their liking, making Jural Good its own unique biome. At first, Jur al-Gud was a city strictly of dragons and dragonborn, but after the alliance with and the eventual destruction of the human empire of Droz, that population was assimilated into it. This influx of population fundamentally changed the city for the better, adding new viewpoints, ideals, and skills to the community at large, boistering the mentality of the city over the individual. Governing the city are multiple levels of bureaucracy. Each district and people have representation at lower levels, with smaller representation moving up in power structure until there is tr the triumvirate. One representative from the dragons, dragonborn, and humans. At the highest level, and all the way down, there is one impartial anonymous group that represents the collective goals of the city. Sardior's Faithful. This group is incredibly important to the governing of the city and region and their anonymity is crucial due to the purge of their sect several ages ago. That purge led to a war and cataclysm, leaving the city in a vulnerable state without impartial governance. Worship in the ancient city is mainly reserved for the Trinity of Dragons, Bahamut, Tiamat, and Sardior. The Trinity is viewed as a coin. Bahamut and Tiamat are the two sides of that coin, and Sardior is the edge. Traditionally, Bahamut and Tiamat would be more prominent in the three with the virtues of order and chaos, but since the cataclysm of the Fifth Age, Sardior has become more and more popular. 
with the great arcane and divine power of dragons, the denizens of Zaralgud see the virtues of neutrality and balance as imperatives. The tragedy of Droz is still within living memory of some of the ancient dragon knights who live within and outside of the city limits. Along with the worship of the Trinity of Dragons, the city has a yearly festival to celebrate the things that they did. On the third day of the third month, Vauntmit, the celebration of the children, begins and lasts for three weeks. These three weeks were broken up into three distinct parts, twelve days each to Bahamut and Tiamat, each focusing on their virtues. Bahamut would focus on communal acts such as service projects and block parties. Tiamat would focus on individual acts of hedonism and self-empowerment. The nights for these three weeks would be the domain of Sardior, with secretive events and masquerades. During this celebration, the majority of the city will shut down. Outside merchants will come to the city to sell their wares, and those who remained in guard positions would rotate so as to not miss out on the festival. Notable People and Places Yikin, Lord of the Black, Male Ancient Black Dragon, Living Dragon Knight from the Fifth Age, defected to the side of the Arbiter Juno, and Gervis, the Void Dragon. Mulrit, the Calm, female adult gold dragon, triumphant representative of the dragons, descendant of one of the founders of the city. Irek Ovela, a female sapphire dragonborn, priestess of Sardior, and rumored to be the leader of the secret organization Ruby Divide. Me Nikursik, male human, General of the Zur al Good military, a direct descendant of Ebu Nikursik, the Guardian. Inquiry Athenaeum, considered to be the oldest and largest library on Sloan. It contains written texts from the beginning of recorded history. Its halls were built within the ribcage of a massive ancient great worm. Another notable place is the Gilded Ring, a large stadium dedicated to martial and arcane sports. It is the site of the semi-annual games in which different cities send representatives to to compete against each other for renown and glory. And there you have it, the third episode of Across the Plains. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did, had a blast making it, and there were some really cool ideas put out there, so I'm very happy with how this one turned out. Uh, please check out our social media accounts on most major platforms if you have the opportunity just search for the medusa's cascade on the platform and give us a follow also if you're listening on a streaming platform like apple Podcasts or spotify just take a minute uh you know to rate review and subscribe it doesn't seem like a lot but it does help to get the podcast out there for others to discover and we definitely would appreciate any uh love and support we'll see you next week with the uh restarting of the uh, actual play content uh, with the uh, PCs collateral damage making their way into Nymora for the second time, second or third I think somewhere in there and uh, the week after that we will be jumping into the next arc episode which is the final confrontation with the vampire known as Strad von Zarovich so lots of cool stuff happening we'll see you real soon uh, until then Safe travels.